Good morning. Very warm welcome to uh, today's early morning trade plan session live, uh, which is our opportunity to have a look at these markets prior to the European Open uh, and be, be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, so good morning. Very welcome. Uh, those of you that are joining us live and also uh, through our podcast as well. So without further ado, just before we begin, if we could start with our risk warning, uh, please take a brief moment of our risk warning up on screen. And uh, we, we um, it's very important as, as traders that you, I suppose you understand your full exposure in these markets, um, especially during these market conditions. So please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning. Just as a quick introduction, what do all profitable traders need to consider each and every time we get to your trading desk? You need to make some considerations regarding which markets to trade. Uh, some decisions need to be made on that, uh, of course, not just choosing which markets, but of course, you need to have a means in which you, you select those markets, which markets are likely to give us the best uh, opportunity or, or give us the higher probability trade setups. Um, then you need to make some decisions regarding uh, where to enter those markets, where to exit, how do you manage risk prior to entry? These are all really important elements to the trading process. How do you manage to trade once you're in that trade? Uh, the price moves in your favor, you perhaps get up into your profit levels. Um, how do you then mitigate risk, perhaps take risk off the table uh, or, or perhaps even book in profit, which is ultimately what we're here to do. And trade psychology as well, um, not just your own psychology, but market psychology as well are all uh, factors that need uh, that traders need to focus on. And that's what our live trade rooms are designed to do to sort of help you with these very important practical decision-making processes that you need to consider. Um, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in what we do, uh, uh, disciplined with our own capital. Uh, so you'll never see large chunks of our capital go go missing. Um, it's, it's about, uh, you know, reducing down that risk, especially when you're starting out. Um, you can always uh, increase risk, you know, once you're a little bit more experienced further down the, the, the road, um, but be disciplined with that capital. Uh, understand how much you how much of your how much of your capital you're committing to each trade and then your overall exposure uh, is all important and patience as well uh, we often just need to wait for the right type of setup to come our way so let's start with a review of potential market moving news then um good morning guys uh jim you're saying no sound uh our sound seems to be working fine um is everyone else okay with sound uh, perhaps something that might help is if you if you log out and log back in, uh, it may um, it may correct itself, um, but it might be an issue on your end. Everything's up. okay. Great stuff. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. So sound seems to be working fine. Um, okay. Good stuff. All right. So listen. On that note, um, let's have a look at forex forex factory, and we'll have a look at the data calendar. So we want to just be mindful of any particular major news events that are likely to impact our, our trading decision making. Um, just as we look back yesterday, we had OPEC uh, increase uh, their supply by 400 barrels per day in March. Um, so we've got that increased supply. We'll have a look at the oil markets now in just a second. We'll have a look at the charts themselves. We've uh, We've got jobs numbers out of the US uh, this week. And uh, yesterday we had the ADP, which are the, the private sector numbers. And we we're expecting a positive 185,000 jobs. And we saw minus 301,000 jobs added. 
sorry, sorry, uh, obviously taken away. Um, so much, much lower than expected. Uh, however, the the markets are, are broadly sort of building in largely, um, certainly over the course of yesterday's trading, it's changing a little bit today, but um, they built in a little bit of disappointment um, with the jobs numbers this month due to seasonal and COVID related factors. So um, that means on Friday, which is tomorrow, of course, we will have non-farm payroll numbers, one of the biggest, uh, you know, news events of, of the, the calendar month. So we, we'll have that on Friday. Uh, we'll also get the uh, the average hourly earnings. We'll see how people's earnings have been adjusted to inflation, or or if um, if earnings are inching closer to the high levels of inflation that we're uh, that we're all experiencing. We get the employment change number itself, and then we're expecting the unemployment rate to stay at three point nine three point nine percent. So, just bear that in mind. Not really a good um uh, a good jobs number now what what that means in real terms for the fed and their approach to monetary policy is that it may end up giving um the fed a little bit more room um there's a lot of pressure for a lot of rate hikes this year um that the fed are really behind the curve but if there's um if the unemployment situation is uh is not as good as, as perhaps we all perceived, then it might give the Fed a little bit more time, not necessarily to increase rates. I think that's pretty much going to happen in March, but perhaps the rate increase um, may be perhaps more of a 25 basis point. That's certainly what, what we would anticipate uh, as we go into um, uh, this rate increase cycle, this um, hawkish uh, monetary policy approach from, from the Fed. So um, the other, I suppose, aspect is we, we the crude oil inventories number, we saw um, we're expecting positive 1.8 million barrels. We saw an inventory number of minus 1 million barrels. So um, a bit of a deficit there. We'll have a look at oil now in just a second. Um, now, our focus today is very much on central banks. We've got the, the BOE uh, at 12 noon and we've got the ECB uh, at... Um, 12.45 and then we've got the press conference at 1.30. Uh, so a, a busy sort of hour and a half really and this is all UK time by the way um, so do check your local times um, suitable to where you're, where, where you're from. Uh, so we will have a look at that. Um, the important point to take away as far as the, the BOE is that the markets are very much pricing in a 25 basis point increase now, will the reality be 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 much more significant than that, um, or, or will they just look to just inch a little bit higher um, to try and offset the uh, the the downside pressures that inflation can have uh, on an economy? So, it, we're seeing these um, central banks actually now begin to look quite hawkish across the board. Um, uh, we, we will also hear from the ECB and Christine Lagarde as well um, in terms of, I suppose, that interaction between inflation and, and rates and whether the ECB may have to bring forward perhaps some rate increases earlier than expected. Uh, we shall find all of this out today. Um, and so we're likely to get uh, very significant moves uh, across the pound markets and across the euro markets as well. Um, 
we still got a bank holiday over the course of the week, um, Chinese New Year. Um, so we don't have that sort of capital in these markets um, over the course of this week. Uh, and tomorrow really is about all non-farm payroll. So a little bit more on the fundamental, the news data-driven points. Um, we, we've just got, uh, we're going to be hearing from the the Bank of England at, at 12 noon UK time. So what does that mean for us when we look at these price charts? Uh, let's have a little look at risk to begin with. Uh, yesterday in our trade room, sorry, we'd get up the, um, the S&P. Um, we'll start here perhaps. So yesterday we were, we were talking, uh, about the potential for levels of resistance, uh, in these markets. And, um, certainly the, the 45.20 to 45.30 is a level of resistance. And then a little bit higher up at the 45, um, let's say the 45.90 to 4,600 level. Um, are, are actually quite strong levels of resistance. And although when we saw this uh, negative number, we actually saw uh, a little bit further upside uh, before the, the rollover actually kicked in. Now, I want to just draw your attention to the fact that we are still in a, um, a bear market in this, in this market. And uh, the reason why we know that is the definition of a, a downward trend um, is a series of lower highs and lower lows. So if I just take this off off screen and uh, we just discussed those. So there's your high, there's your lower high. And now potentially uh, yesterday's high is the third um, lower high into resistance. So that's what happens with these markets. They run into these levels of resistance and then they, they move lower if that is their genuine intention and we can see all these levels uh, of resistance at these current prices. So what does that mean for us? It means that we want to be mindful that there very well may be more downside in these markets. The, um, the, the growth numbers and the earnings numbers are looking really positive and that hasn't changed, but the backdrop, the, the, the increased business cost, the impact that that will have on um, on consumers in terms of demand, uh, there is still supply side constraints, which is obviously adding to the inflation story. Um, however, we don't want really the demand side to be impacted because if prices get too high, demand decreases, um, the cost of, of, um, of debt, uh, also increases probably exponentially for, for, for organizations that have been on very, very cheap access to capital for, for quite a long period of time. Um, so that's what the, the, the Fed are really, really concerned about. But we are in a downtrend. So we don't want to ignore the potential for this market to actually uh, take a further role uh, to the downside. Um, we just want to be mindful that potentially we need to be open to some selling now at this point and, and not be closed off to it. Um, there's a lot of sort of commentators out there that are suggesting there's plenty scope for further upside and, and we can't really disagree if you look at earnings and and um and i suppose growth numbers but we can disagree in terms of the the bearish pressures on this market uh, are still very real and significant and we've seen that uh, over the last sort of four or five weeks with the, with the downward 
trending moves. Okay, so um, so just to conclude on risk, then uh, that was a bit more of analysis on the S and P in itself. But um, looking across, there's a bit of positivity in the FTSE. Um, the DAX we're, we're not really enjoying this kind of prolonged sideways moving pattern. Uh, it's kind of similar erratic, slightly bullish price action in the FTSE as well. So the FTSE and DAX were not not really enjoying these markets at the moment. And um, the Dow Jones, again, very much in line with the with the S&P. We're running into strong levels of potential resistance up at yesterday's high. So we just want to keep our options open with the potential for some, some downside price action. Um, the the S and P is in a slightly better selling position than perhaps the Dow Jones, as things currently stand. And you can see the the, the selling that kicked in yesterday. Not quite. This is the um, this is the Nasdaq. So we have this two hundred period moving average, which is a strong level of resistance in its own right. And we saw prices uh, run into resistance up at those higher levels, sort of the fifteen three hundred. And those of you that were with us at the at the beginning of the week, um, when we when we were able to to get into this trade around sort of fourteen five, I think it was, um, that was very much our target. Fifteen two, fifteen three, um, <clears throat> is kind of where we were expecting this uh, a little bit of resistance to kick in, and uh, and we really saw it in the end over the course of the trading day, um, very much. Um, as a result of this probably weak than expected job numbers. Now today we are looking a little bit on the positive side so far. Now we want to be open to further downside. Um, so we as a kind of, a, I suppose, a, a group of traders perhaps um, turned a little bit more bearish uh, on these markets even uh, back in, in November when we continue to see further upside in these markets and it was a bit of a we we often talk about um how resilient these markets are and that's what this proved to be um, but then eventually we got the the very very strong move to the downside which is what we've been talking about for a little while it was like as if these markets didn't really want to price in the fact that the fed are increasing rates but the reality is that's exactly what's happening and um we've already seen a strong move lower we're just wondering if we do get this move uh, breaking the 14746 we could probably expect a little bit further downside so the fact that it's currently retracing yesterday's low right now um is not really the trading opportunity for us just yet uh, no many of you like uh, bitcoin so um just looking at the bitcoin chart yesterday <laughs> It's hard to say that there's a correlation between US indices and, and, and Bitcoin, but um, yesterday we saw a lot of selling in the end in markets like the S&P and the NASDAQ, uh, and we, we saw uh, correlated selling in Bitcoin. So those that are trading Bitcoin, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough, tough market, and there's lots still calling for this market still flying to the moon, uh, although the price and the, the price action of um, those that, that participate uh, in this market are, are saying something very, very different in terms of, you know, more and more downward pressure. 
uh, on this market. So be mindful of that. We just to let you know, we don't trade uh, Bitcoin, certainly not with leverage. Um, so, but we do comment on it because I know many of you are quite interested in in what's happening with Bitcoin. Uh, okay, so um, just before we get into the currencies, let's have a quick look at the commodities first. Um, probably better off to start with, with oil. Um, we were looking at this market breaking higher yesterday. The 88.81 was our potential entry and we backed off from that potential buy trade for one reason only. Um, we saw a, a supply side increase, which is was expected to come in in March and is actually coming in at March of 400, um, 400 million barrels per day uh, increase in March. Um, so we've got, uh, sorry, is that 400,000? 400, uh, let me bear with me. Yeah, uh, excuse me. Of course, it is. It's um, it's four. So the the increase is is four hundred thousand barrels per day, um, which was largely expected. But the problem with supply and demand, if you if you if you if you restrict supply, you'll see prices push higher. If you increase supply, you're probably likely to see a bit of softening. So this is one of those situations where we had quite negative news for oil, but actually quite positive price action initially. And then the disappointment started to feed through. So this is what I suppose trading is for us: is that we we don't want to just blindly buy oil. Um, we can we can take our time with the trade. And we did see a really nice move higher before it 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 then reversed lower to the downside. So we are inside this little zone, um, this little zone of consolidation, perhaps between the. $89 and uh, $87, so a $2 range. Uh, and we, we need to see a little bit more before we, we engage with oil. Um, uh, gold, I mean, our with, with the inflation story, our bias is very much to the upside for gold. It has been a, a very painful and awful market to try and trade uh, technically. So, um, and again, yesterday we saw further upside, but do note that we did see uh, a break to the downside below the uh, 1795 yesterday before this market started to making new highs so really quite quite challenging market to trade so again we want to see a little bit more perhaps uh, in this respect so so let's have a look at um uh, the the currency markets so yesterday a little bit of bearish price action creeping through will that feed through to the dollar when we start seeing a little bit of um, resistance kick in that was our concern yesterday it looks like that concern is playing itself out um so running into quite a strong level of support resistance in and around this type of zone so we're now technically below the 11300 so um we we can be open to some some selling uh if the dollar starts to strengthen across the board uh, let's see whether that is the case or not 
So we're still in this market to the upside. Um, we were inching up to these levels. Um, we've kind of rolled over a little bit, uh, but we have broken even on the trade. So there's no exposure on that. We were able to, to book in really good profit on the New Zealand dollar up at these highs. Uh, I know I'm flicking from chart to chart, but um, yesterday the little breakout trade to the upside and then it's kind of rolled over uh, lower. Very well may end up coming back. Um, but we want to trade probabilities. Um, we were looking for resistance around the 6,700 in the New Zealand dollar. Um, going back to the pound dollar, um, it really depends on, on risk. So if, if we're in risk on market territory, then we can expect the dollar to weaken. Uh, if it's risk off, uh, we could probably expect the dollar to strengthen. So that's the correlation we're looking for. A little bit of strength now against the yen. Um, so dollar strength looks like it's feeding through this market a little bit after yesterday's um, weakness. So the question is, are we going to position ourselves? Um, the euro pound is in a sideways pattern, as you can see currently up on the screen, and the euro yen um is finding a bit of a, a bid again so there's a bit of weakness now in uh, in the yen so hopefully we'll get uh, a little bit more of a move uh, in this market we're still up at these relative highs so okay our trade plan for this trading session then really evolves today now Considering we're going to see, we're going to hear from the ECB uh, and the pound. Uh, sorry, the uh, the BOE and the ECB. So the pound and the euro will 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 be a strong focus this afternoon trading these markets. The question becomes: Will we get this rollover trade? Because we are at kind of resistance levels, and that unfortunately is the trade for for us to see if we get rollover to the downside so will that dollar strength now begin to creep through we did say that we were really quite positive um tomorrow we're expecting bad jobs numbers so will we actually see the beginning of a little bit more downside pressure uh in the making new highs so really quite quite challenging market to trade so again we want to see a little bit more perhaps uh in this respect so so let's have a look at um uh, the the currency markets so yesterday a little bit of bearish price action creeping through will that feed through to the dollar when we start seeing a little bit of um, resistance kick in that was our concern yesterday it looks like that concern is playing itself out um so running into quite a strong level of support and resistance in and around this type of zone so we're now technically below the 11300 so um we we can be open to some some selling uh if the dollar starts to strengthen across the board uh, let's see whether that is the case or not so we're still in this market to the upside um we were inching up to these levels um We've kind of rolled over a little bit, uh, but we have broken even on the trade. So there's no exposure on that. We were able to, 
to booking really good profit on the New Zealand dollar up at these highs. Uh, I know I'm flicking from chart to chart, but um, yesterday the little breakout trade to the upside and then it's kind of rolled over uh, lower. Very well may end up coming back, um, but we want to trade probabilities. Um, we were looking for resistance around the 6,700 in the New Zealand dollar. Um, going back to the pound dollar, um, it really depends on on risk. So if if we're in risk on market territory, then we can expect the dollar to weaken. Uh, if it's risk off, uh, we can probably expect the dollar to strengthen. So that's the correlation we're looking for. A little bit of strength now against the yen. Um, so dollar strength looks like it's feeding through this market a little bit after yesterday's um, weakness. So the question is, are we going to position ourselves? Um, the euro pound is in a sideways pattern, as you can see currently up on the screen, and the euro yen um, is finding a bit of a, a bid again. So there's a bit of weakness now in uh, in the yen. So hopefully we'll get a little bit more of a move uh, in this market. We're still up at these relative highs. So, okay, our trade plan for this trading session then really evolves today now, considering we're going to see, we're going to hear from the ECB uh, and the pound, uh, sorry, the uh, the BOE and the ECB. So the pound and the euro will, will, will be a strong focus this afternoon trading these markets. The question becomes, will we get this rollover trade? because we are at kind of resistance levels and that unfortunately is the trade for, for us is to see if we get rollover to the downside. So will that dollar strength now begin to creep through? We did say that we were really quite positive. Um, tomorrow we're expecting bad jobs numbers. So will we actually see the beginning of a little bit more downside pressure uh in the industry markets so we're going to look for that that particular trade um and it's obviously uh, it's a market that feels a little bit counterintuitive at this stage because we're, we're seeing some positive buying action but if this rolls lower and the s p breaks below the 4536 4536 then we'll look to get into that same situation with the nasdaq um To the downside, it's currently pushing higher, but we're not looking for that buy trade just yet. And we very well may retrace all of yesterday's uh, bearish move. But if this market does roll over, this is your high probability trade actually to the downside. Uh, 14746. 14746. Um, so does that give us any opportunities across the dollar? Not, not yet regarding the euro. Um, or the pound, not yet really regarding the dollar yen. We want to see if this dollar strength is genuine or if it's going to fade. Um, so the dollar Swiss, we're, we're really sort of not not yet. We could get into the dollar CAD. Um, it'd be buying above the 127.05. We have a slightly better opportunity perhaps uh, in, in the Aussie dollar. 
So um, we're running into this resistance levels up at yesterday's highs. So we had a bit of a rollover yesterday and now in line with the industry markets lower, we can look for the Aussie dollar uh, to the downside below the 7117. Um, so that's our that's pretty much our trade plan. The indices to see if we get that rollover trade lower. We want to stay away from the euro and the pound. We'll be looking to book in profits if we possibly can um, in these trades, uh, probably prior to uh, the BOE at 12 noon. So let's put this into our trade plan. Oil, we need to step back from a little bit. Uh, we'll, we'll just amend this trade plan currently up on screen. I'll uh, talk you through it for those of you that are... Um, joining us through our podcast. So today's trade plan, yesterday and the last three days, actually, we were kind of looking for risk on market conditions. Um, if you've if you've been following this, this webinar, that, that's been our focus. Now that's beginning to change. Um, so what we're, what we're trying to do is to prepare ourselves for some potential risk off market conditions. That's when capital comes out of risk and goes into perhaps more of your safe havens like the yen and the, and the dollar. And, um, you know, with with today's central banks and tomorrow's um, non-farm payroll numbers, you know, this is a trade that might take a little bit of time to filter through. So this is where patients come in. So the S&P, instead of buying, uh, we're now looking to uh, potentially sell the S&P. Hopefully the trade makes sense if you do look at the S&P chart in terms of why we're looking at this market to the downside. So we're going to sell the S&P below the 45.36. And we only sell this market if prices break below that level. So yesterday we're looking to buy above the 15.152. We got up to 15.300, I think over that level. Now with yesterday's reversal, we're looking to sell the, the NASDAQ. Actually look to sell this market below the 14.7. Four six number, and last but not least is the Aussie dollar looking to uh, sell below the seventy one seventeen level. So this is our trade plan for tomorrow. Those of you joining us live, I'll post it into the chat box. So feel free to take this away with you. Um, Hopefully these opportunities will filter through over the course of the day. We might need to be patient today, just purely off the back of um, the fact that we'll be hearing from the, the BOE and the ECB today. And will we see this divergence of monetary policy uh, outlook? Um, and what does that mean for, for, for markets more broadly? Um, so the ECB... Uh, the, the BOE wouldn't be much of a surprise for this market, but certainly the ECB has the potential to set the cat amongst the pigeons. So we need to be nimble uh, mentally with this market. So our trade plan for today is looking to sell the S&P 500 below the 45.36, looking to sell the NASDAQ below the 14.746 level, and looking to sell the Aussie dollar below the 71.17. That's our trade plan. It's going, um, I suppose, against... Um, uh, the current direction uh, but that's what we're looking to trade uh, based on our analysis okay so listen on that note guys thank you very much for joining us 
Um, I've posted the trade plan into the chat box for those of you attending live. Um, so on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Any comments for, for those of you attending live, just post it into the chat box uh, and we'll certainly get back to you um, shortly on that. Um, and just to let you know that we do, um, we'll be trading this market live now at eight o'clock. So we'll be moving over to the other room now in just a minute or two. So those of you that want to join us live to trade these markets, you know, with, 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 our, with our trade plan, uh, you can do so. We trade the European Open and the US Open. So we're live for about sort of four or five hours every day. Um, so it's a good opportunity for you to join us. And you can do it now for just as little as $29 uh, per calendar month. So hopefully it's, uh, it's on the affordable end if you, if you are genuinely interested in kind of learning how to trade uh, these markets. For more information, just go to our website, thelivetraderoom.com. And do feel free to ask any questions uh, through our website if you have further questions about what we do and kind of more importantly how we do it so um on that note thanks very much for joining us take care my pleasure guys see you again tomorrow bye for now